it's not like it's not like they don't know what they are doing. Uh-huh. Like people know what they are doing. And I'll be honest with you, um, I won't say my place cures depression. No, mm. I'll lie to you. So like, nightclubs and lunch do not. It does not cure the depression. No, it can only do something about it for some time. But you need to see the right people. Okay, so temporal solution. Exactly. Right, guys, what's up? How are you doing? We are 22 episodes into this podcast. Who can imagine? Anyway, my name is K-I-N-G Kweku Mensah, and this is Showbiz University podcast, your ultimate entertainment podcast in the capital. Today, we're talking about nightlife on lecture time, and I've encountered this person's nightlife before, partially like from far. Today, I'm excited to have him as my guest lecturer for today. So on lecture time, you'll be hearing the voice of someone I love so much from far again. Also, Senasin will be coming your way with three headlines in the world of entertainment. We call it Just Corner. I'll be asking you a question on your mind day segment. And as usual, 10 songs you can jump to over the weekend on my weekend playlist. This is what we've curated for you on episode 22 of Showbiz University. Welcome. So my guest for today is a lounge and bar owner. He's an A&R, he's an artist manager, he's an event organizer, has had his feet double in most of the activities that happen in Dirty December. If you chill a lot out here in Accra, you should know his place. Beehive owner Kwame is my guest for today on Lecture Time. Kwame, what's up? What's up, guys? It's a pleasure having me. Um, thank you so much. And um, I hope to have fun with this. That's what I'm also looking for because I know Beehive is popping. Like, every night of Beehive is, is an experience. So I'm just praying we get to know not the secrets behind Beehive popping, but we're talking about nightlife for today. The evolution of nightlife in Ghana and precisely Accra. So Accra's nightlife. Because some few years ago or many years ago, it wasn't really loud like this, if my memory serves me right. I mean, it was only the elite and those boys, boys, mm-hmm. we get the money with and they want you with and they feel their cry inside. But... From 2020, after the year of return and all this, it's like every night in Accra is a blast. How did it get to this? Let me start from there. Well, thanks for having me once again. Um, if I can recall, um, personally, I can't, I can't trace it back to when everything started. Mm-hmm. But I just knew growing up, uh, we had our big cousins and our big brothers going to places like... Um, um, how do you even call it? I think it's at Asylum Down. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Jokers as well. They had um, Caroline's Place. Yeah. And then they had, um, there's this popular one at Caprice. Mm. Boomerang. Yeah, they had all those places. But, I mean, you can only, you can only um, hear the stories that come out of these places. You are not allowed to go there as a kid. Because right? uh, you're and not 18 yet. Exactly. And <laughs> most of these places were like exclusive. Like if you're not a baller or like you don't have the money to like 
mm-hmm. finance the space, like buy X amount of bottles, you are not invited or you are not allowed in there. Mm-hmm. Plus the, um, how do you call it, the age barrier also was like a thing. If you are not 18 plus, you can't. So back then you just listen to these stories and just hope that one day you can also experience these things. But um, with time, I guess we saw um, a lot of bars popping up and in different neighborhoods and different um, areas as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where everything started for me. Mm. So back then, we used to have like, um, my friends and I going out to bars in East Legon, going out to like Bloom Bar back in 2017, 2018, um, right before the year of returning 2019, right? Mm-hmm. So after 2019, like you said, everything became like wild. You see bars and nightclubs popping up here and there. Like everyone is outside. What was it? Was it intentional? Did you guys plan this out? Okay, I, I feel this space is now buzzing. It's making money, so I should invest in it. I should double in it. Or it's someone who say a calling. I mean, it's a bit of intentionality and um, should I say fate? Yeah, mm. I think um, the way things just panned out, people actually saw opportunities at these um, intersections, right? And mm-hmm. and actually made use of it, basically. Someone, for me, for instance, um, I had this idea of creating this space, Beehive, for a long time, like for like, say, since 2017, right? Mm. And funny enough, it was that very spot that I wanted it to be that it's at. For like, real? Yeah, people won't believe it, but like since 2017, I've dreamt of building Beehive at the same spot and I happened to do it in 2023, January. How did how did you get that spot that you, you it, it was in your dream? How did you, how did it happen? I mean, yeah, if you want it to happen, it's going to happen, I think. Um, so, so long as you're to be money. <laughs> it'd be money, prayers, and also um, being smart, basically, mm. yeah. Yeah, so that story is very weird. I don't know how many people are going to believe that, but I think Debbie is like a first-hand witness. So mm. where we schooled GIJ, mm-hmm. the hostels are right behind the campus, yeah. right at Ridge. And I happen to be in one of the hostels. And where BIV is now is closer to the hostel, just like two minutes apart, right? And back then, my colleagues and I, we would take a trek from the hostel to the Osu main Osfor Street mm-hmm. to go and get food. And we always pass by that same spot. It used to be a fashion design hub or fashion something. They were into sewing and clothing and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I had the idea of starting a bar and lounge service right there just to serve like a particular target audience, which are obviously Gen Z and students. And students, okay. Yeah, because I saw a gap in the market. Like, So you were thinking of means to take care of your friends back in school and it worked out and it's now a big deal. Exactly, exactly. It was just for my friends and people that are still in school that enjoy going out and all of that. Mm. Yeah, that was the plan. Personally, how did nightlife find you or how did you find nightlife and how has it changed over the course of years? The story is a funny one because I'm an introvert and I don't go out at all. So 
So the question of how nightlife found me or how I found nightlife is a tricky one. Mm. I'm the type that likes watching people have fun, but I don't immerse myself in the whole fun bit. So back then, back in school, we used to organize events, organize parties a lot. And then I'm always outside, like outside the chaos, just watching everyone else have fun. That's how I have my fun. So I, I saw that this is something I love and this is something that um, I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. So um, when I was at BBNZ, I used to throw parties behind our um, office. Just Friday night, hang out with friends. Um, I rent it out to some people to organize their events. And I think that's how I fell in love with the whole thing. So I was, I was doing it my own way before going like, big with it like mm. i was doing it in my small way yeah i think we've now understood how you found nightlife or how nightlife started for you but let me ask you how you think the lounges the bars the night clubs the sports because first it used to be disco yeah yeah could disco disco or if you were in the 80s it used to be disco uh -huh. But we are Gen Z's, to the 90s to 2000s and co. So we didn't experience the disco life. But we experienced night lives and all those kind of stuff. So tell me how you think places like lounges, bars, nightclubs influence the night's life in Accra. Okay, um, I think nightlife generally, if you say nightlife... Um, you can't take away the bars, the nightclubs, and the lounges mm. because they are actually like they—they are very instrumental in the nightlife scene. Like on a regular Friday night, when people come out, they're either going to the bar, lounge, or how do you call it, beaches or mm -hmm. um, clubs, right? Yeah. And I feel like um, in our own way, we've money to bring. Um, life into the city like we 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 serve enjoyment mm -hmm. and happiness like we make a lot of people happy you know a lot of people come to our spots to like have fun with friends like wind down um some say they want to beat depression and other things heartbreaks <laughs> and all of that but i find that very funny but i think basically um we are here to serve the enjoyment needs and um i think that's the purpose of the nightlife clubs, lounges, and bars. Mm. And we are doing great. So you, you don't think the idea of coming to the club or going to the lounge, listening to some music, have some great food or wine is a means to take away your depression? You don't think that is? Because you, in your words, you said you find it funny. I mean, honestly, if you are depressed and really depressed. I mean, we are not talking about depression, but yeah. I think we have to see the right people Okay. Yeah, to beat our depression. It shouldn't be Music and uh, alcohol is not they can, the they solution. Can, they can help mm -hmm. to some point, right? But how long can they do you get it? If you are willing to like beat your depression completely, you just have to see um, someone, a doctor, yeah, or something. doctor or someone. Yeah. But honestly, that is like one of the major factors why people actually come to the clubs and all that. So if you're saying that it means like you're cutting half of your customers out. No, I'm not cutting I'm not cutting them out. It's not like it's not like they don't know what they are doing. Uh -huh. Like people know what they are doing. And I'll be honest with you, um I won't say 
my place cures depression. No, mm. I'll lie to you. So nightclubs and lounge do not. It does not cure the depression. No, it can only do something about it for some time. But you need to see the right people. Okay, so temporal solutions. Exactly. Mm, 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 right. So you had it here. If you're depressed, see the doctor. Don't go and see alcohol or a mi- don't go and see a mixologist. No, see the doctor. Alcohol is not medicine for depression. Now let's move on and talk about some challenges and opportunities. I mean, the since 2019, after the year of return and everything, uh, there were influx of to- uh, foreigners, black Americans coming through, people who f- still feel their connection to Africa coming through, and December was crazy. I I had the luxury of emceeing some of the programs and also had the luxury of witnessing some of the programs. The one that stuck out to me was uh, at front back. So we went there around 11 and left at 5 a.m. And as at 5 a.m. that we were leaving, it was then that people were actually coming there. And it was crazy. I'm like, it is morning. What are you coming to do? Like, I'm not part in the morning. You're coming to drink in the morning. Are you not supposed to go to work or sleep? And it was on a Monday. How how crazy? I don't know. Maybe you you own a lounge, so it's not really crazy to you. But to me, on a working Monday morning, you're supposed to be at work. Although it's a holiday or whatever, it's a Monday morning. How are you chilling on a Monday morning? Are those some of the stories you hear when 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 you're at your place? A beehive. I mean, um, I'll say this right. A lot of people, a lot of people come out for different reasons. Like I said earlier, um, and I think I think people have like um, energy levels, right? Mm. Some people can just go to one place for the night and that's it. They go back home. Mm-hmm. Other people, trust me, can tour like they can hop from six to seven bars for like in a night in a night and still <laughs> not get the same energy and all of that. So I think um, the fact that people wait to chill at dawn, it's, it's also a thing now. Some people sleep throughout the night and they wake up at dawn and come out to chill. And wow. a lot of people just want to see the sunrise. So me. that's how the night's life has evolved into. Mm-hmm. So people do not only chill in the night, but chill at dawn. Then it's not night life, it's dawn life. Hello? <laughs> I mean, we can call it like that, but then yeah, that's what it is. I mean. Um, talking about challenges as well, mm-hmm. this I can't I can't speak for everyone mm-hmm. in the space, but for us, um, looking at the target we are dealing with, um, that's Gen Z. They don't have much um, disposable income, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't get them to spend a lot as compared to other bars, of course. And then um, suppliers and everything that we buy to make the place run and lively. The prices are still the same with every other spot, right? Mm-hmm. But we get lesser income. So these are like some of the challenges. But you still want to create those moments and experiences for these people mm. because that's the only reason why they are coming there. So, I mean, there are lots of ups and downs, but sometimes um, we just try to hard body everything and make it work. Right, right. How about opportunities in the space? What are some of the opportunities you think nightlife offer? Um, to the to the space mm-hmm. or to individuals to individuals I think a lot of individuals come there to actually I mean we've got like for us as for instance 
a lot of individuals come there and they leave and later give us a call that they want to start their own events they want to they want to um organize an event or something at our space mm. which also benefits us because they get to they get to pay for rental and all of that before right. using the space right. so those are the opportunities owners of nightlife spaces exactly. enjoy yeah, exactly. uh, using your space as rentals and all this yeah. kind of stuff yeah. right but what do you think nightlife owners by owners i mean the lounge the bars and all this, what what role do you think they have contributed in uh, attracting both local and foreign tourists okay. into the country, um, I think I think we've contributed tremendously um, to the growth and um, boosted tourism in a way, right? Mm -hmm. um, by bettering our experiences that we create at these spaces. Like you have a lot of themed experiences at these spaces. For instance, we just finished our Halloween last Sunday and the setup was crazy. Mm. Like we we try to keep the space very friendly and welcoming. So every day, um, every now and then we are thinking of different concepts and different ideas to to, to bring the space alive. Mm. And the newest thing I'm introducing is collaborating with brands. So I look at brands that synergize with our target audience mm -hmm. and I pitch an idea and we do it. So I've partnered with brands like Fanta for a Fanta night whereby the whole space is being branded, different colors, Fanta flavors, like photo opportunities, different experiential settings. And these are what they like. They want to come out, take pictures, drink, have fun with friends and go back partner with Jameson, we've done a whole lot. Um, Fiesta condoms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, quite quite some brands. That's that's the new trend I'm taking now. And I think that also helps me like subsidize costs because these brands take some of the costs, especially for the setup. So yeah, I think yeah, that's what we have contributed. The fact that we are always um, thinking of new ideas to like bring Accra to life. How do you see nightlife like in the near future take five years ten years from now do you think it's still going to be as vibrant as it is right now or the new generation that is coming after ours the lost generation uh, do you think they'll be patronizing nightlife as gen z's and millennials have i think i think and this is personal once again i think it's going to evolve into something else um something that i really don't know what Mm. It is, but it just looks like the next five, ten years is not going to be what we are seeing now. It's not going to drop. It's, no, it's not going to drop. It's always going to climb up high, but there'll be changes to it, mm. right? Yeah, it will be different. It won't be the same things that we are seeing now. Right. Kwame, thank you so much for spending time on Lecture Time with us on Showbiz University. I'm looking forward to having an experience on Beehive. When should I come by? I mean, yeah, you can come by on Fridays, you can come by, you should just check our page out, Be Ivor Cra, mm -hmm. and see the events that we have lined up. We announce all our events for the week, so you can choose to come any day. Right, so those who are listening to Showbiz University, catch you at Beehive. Where is it located, though? Beehive is located um, at Ringway in Osu, Ringway Estates. Mm. So you just um, type in Be Ivor Cra on your Google... <laughs> If you're using ride hailings, you just type Beehive and it will take you there.
Hello guys, you're welcome to Jay's Corner on Showbiz University. My name is Senasin and I bring you three trending topics that went viral in the world of social media, all wrapped up in this beautiful segment of Jay's Corner. To my first story for today, Shatawali has been in dispute with Bezel Entertainment over a contractual disagreement. So Shatawali was supposed to hold his concert at the Hangar in Wolverhampton on November 4. News came in from Shatawali's management, that is Shata Movement, that the show has been cancelled due to the promoters, that is Bezel Entertainment. They are in a to meet some what they term luxurious requirements from Shatawali and his camp. Reading the press, the, the presser that they had released, it was all about they trying to make us understand that they gave them some requirements the promoters couldn't meet. Requirements they term luxurious requirements. According to them, Shata is on that pedestal where there are certain things that have to be fulfilled before he can appear at an event, and then they didn't do that for him, so they are they are not going to do again. So Bizzle Entertainment later responded with a statement alleging that they had no idea of SM's intention to cancel the show because they didn't even tell them. They got to know about the cancellation just like we all got to know when it was posted on their social media platform. That's the Shatawali and his team members' social media platforms. And according to them, it was in the contract that at any point, if any of the parties want to withdraw from their agreements, they should give prior notice before bringing it out on social media. And so from their statement, we assume that they breached that side of the contract. And also, they have also stated that they had paid Shata 50% of the total amount he had charged them. So it's not like, so right now we can't tell what particular agreement he's saying they didn't fulfill because if they paid 50%, it definitely means that they are down for the show and everything is supposed to happen as planned. So, of course, Shatawali has come to respond in some Facebook comments up and down there, but we've not seen any official message yet. Some reflections are so firing from backdoor and stuff. But all we, are, all we know is that the show is not happening again because it has been cancelled. Shatawali, I don't think he is going to perform there again because he said what he has said. There's not been any reverse in the decision any of them has made. But Bizzle Entertainment insists that they have not breached, you know, any contract. So we are just hoping to see what is going to happen in the coming days. So our next story for this corner today, we have a Samwajan who has officially divorced his wife as the news came in on Tuesday, 31st October. And the news actually came as though he had lost the case you understand because the news out there was that his wife has been giving mansions and cars and 25,000 monthly stipend order from the court but then Asamojan came to respond to one of the blogs when they posted that is Amaya Debra when he tweeted the news item he commented and said if I have if I have 10 points and I keep quiet cause I'm matured and you have two points and you go to find public sympathy then it's cool you are very funny this is deep so think about it with laughing emoji so when he posted this then everyone was like this is not supposed to be funny i mean there's nothing funny about the fact that your wife has been giving cars and houses and she are supposed to pay a certain amount of money every month you are not supposed to be laughing about it only for his brother Bafo jan to be interviewed on a certain radio station and he clarified matters that apparently Asamojan is actually the victor in this case he is the one who has actually won the case because his wife was married to another man without Asamojan's knowledge before he also married the woman so the money that the 25,000 cities in question here is not even for the woman it is for the children and also the houses and cars that we are thinking that the judge has given to Asamajan's wife there are things that he had already gifted her in her name so it's not like the court is taking it from him and now coming to give it to her so in this case he, he actually didn't lose but it's just because of how the matter or the news broke 
Asamwajan I won't say has clarified but his brother has actually given more insight into the matter for us to understand what is actually going on so I don't know if it is congratulations to him or I don't know but the last story for just corner today John Dumelo has gone according to his word and he has walked from University of Ghana to Presbyterian Boys Secondary School backwards without wearing any footwear prior to the NSMQ final when Achimota qualified for the National Science and Maths Quiz final this is what John Dumelo tweeted I am a proud Achimota but if Presec wins the NSMQ 2023 on the 31st, I will walk barefoot backwards from Ayawasu West Wogan to Presec School. They can't win over Motown, Presec, Tria. This was what John Dumelo tweeted. Everyone was just waiting for the day, 30th October, for that day to come for us to see if he's actually going to walk backwards or he will walk forward. So yes, the day came and as many of us expected or as many of us anticipated, Presec won the quiz beautifully and people started mentioning John Dumelo starts getting ready, starts getting ready. So on Tuesday, October 31, John Dumelo said he was going to walk from Legon to Presec backwards at 4 p.m. So at 4 p.m., the media was there, everyone was there to capture it, and he actually did it. He actually walked backwards and even donated eight crates of egg to Presec for winning the National Science and Maths Quiz finals. Presec's God is indeed great. On that note, this is where I leave you for Jess Corner today. Keep listening to Showbiz University. My name is Senasin. I'll catch you next week. I mean, the worldly people. I'm that's why I said Lucifer. We are with the guy. Something is wrong with you. Question I am asking you is if you win 1 million US dollars today, what is the first thing you're going to buy? If you win a million US dollars today, what is the first thing you are going to buy? Use the hashtag showbizuni and I'll find your comment and read it in our next episode. But let me say mine. If I win a million dollars right now, the first thing I'm going to buy is a padlock. I'm locking my mouth. <laughs> Weekend playlist is up next. On my weekend playlist for today, I've got Broken Heart songs. I've got songs that praise girls. I've got songs that talks about money. But let's start with DJ Viroski's new song, which features Kwame Eugene. Title of the song, Broken Heart. also comes through and he features Gabsy on a song they titled Perfect Combi. Perfect Combi, slim waist, bumper, my face perfect Combi, she did my waist, she don't look anybody face perfect Combi, slim waist, bumper, my face perfect Combi, she did my waist, she don't look anybody face perfect Combi. Maybe I come in more, co co Anything you need, want, want, want. Now baby, I'm a top, 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 I'm a vote. Kwame Yogurt is number three on my weekend playlist with a new song he titles Bunto. I am coming with a fire, no one quenching. I am standing like a pillar boarding. Nipanyan, to my down for a bill, to my child to raise the boys. I'm going to one side, one side. Me 
Parties and you love everything chilling, then Rap Father's new song, which features Yao Tog and Famiye Bibiewu, is the track for you. Dion Boache decided to take us to France to feature Lifli on the song they title Over Them, the French version. Tell me what be the agenda. Me a do this in my corner. Still gonna get hate. Be careful who you call redder. You go skin pain you later. Me a do this in my corner. is one of my favorite acts to ever come out from Ghana. In fact, I listened to him today before I came to do Showbiz University. Pure Akan has released two live performances of two songs. I want you guys to go check out Obiba JK live performance. <laughs> Now let's zoom straight into Nigeria where Black Bones has featured Black Sharif on a song he titles Road Runners. If you was there when this thing started, you would know it's been the fun. People stay and people run. Rain is falling, sun is shine. Least we try to keep balance, but then we are only humans. I believe in something greater than we are, so I live on. Two for seven, how to stand. Oh, I cry, you stay by plan. Pull my safety cock again. Chase a man, protect your back. And time to time, I watch my back. Them know if I tell you how you feel, But a man for you, you share my side. Basket Mao came to Ghana some few months ago and he contracted the services of Shatawale and Nigerian Afro sensational singer Bayani on a song he titles Goalkeeper. Doctor. Many things they saw with the boss, my brain. Me, I know they hear anything them say. Steady in my zone every night and day. If you know be money, I go contemplate. Contemplate that they run my race. If you're killing, calling me, I'm on my way. I know if you say no to paper, steady chase, I can't change ya. Oh. If you don't know this, I don't know this. Um. Me, I don't know this. Uh. Say they want body, they want body now. But me, I know be goalkeeper. Mr. Easy's Evil Genius is also trending. And of the Evil Genius, I want you guys to go listen to Chop Time, No Friend. Chop Time, No Friend. If I did chop my woman, I know they look another man face. Chop time, no friend. If I did chop my moolah, I know they look another man face. Anything I 
sentimental and monumental theory. Theory. And in the weekend playlist is Vic Tony's song No Joke. Yeah, tell my mama I no longer run for my problems. Toe to toe with demons, it's a threesome my involved. I just go and get it, it's a stick up by the rock. This is not a, uh, yeah, this is not a, uh, yeah, tell my Before I go, let me run you through my weekend playlist real quick. DJ Varoski's Broken Heart featuring Kwame Eugen, Kim Promise Perfect Combi featuring Gabzi, Kwame Yogurt's Buntu, Rap Father Bibiawu featuring Yao Tog and Famille, Dion Boache Over Them French Version featuring Leafly, Pure Akan brought Obiba JK live performance, Black Bones featured Black Sheriff on Roadrunners, Basketman features Shatawale and Bayani on Goalkeeper, Mr. Easy Chop Time No Friend of the Evil Genius album, and Vic Tony with No Joke. And that's how we wrap up today edition of Showbiz University. My name is K-I-N-G Kwekumensa. Catch you in another episode. Peace out.